0: This week, as we know, yesterday we began begin with a reading from the book of Genesis, the beginning of the Bible. The book of Genesis starts off with the creation account. The creation account, according to the priestly tradition, as you know, there's two creation accounts, one which we started in Genesis chapter one, and beginning of chapter two, and the second one continues in chapter 2, the second account is known as the Yahwistic account because it is, it is by the name of God that the, the one, the author, who summarized the, the great uh, oral traditions, placed it, put it in writing. The first account is known as a priestly account, and as we know, it is, it is done in according to six days of creation. Six days of creation, it begins, as we know, with creating out of nothing. There's a void at the beginning, there's nothing, emptiness, and God spoke, and it came to be. There's a beautiful account of where does the creation come from. And then slowly we see the different levels of creation from the universe, darkness, sun, stars, and then into waters and, and, and vegetation, and it continues all the way to today's reading. As we say, chapter uh, the, the, the fifth day and the sixth day, the fifth day with water, let water teem with abundance of living creatures, and on earth let the birds fly beyond, beneath the dome of the sky. And what happens is when we see this beautiful creation and enumerates all kinds of, of creatures, God saw how good it was, and God blessed them, saying, "There's that beautiful place. Be fertile and multiply, and fill the water of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth." Evening came, and morrow, and morning followed the fifth day. So, as we know, the first one summarizes that the, the, you know from the beginning, as God created all things out of nothing, and then it continues. But at each day, we see a phrase, and God saw how good it was. Because everything that God creates is good. Everything that God gives us is good. He gives us because he wants to share the goodness, the joys, the happiness of his divinity. He did it for us. He created all these things for us. And you know, as you know that that monasteries, many times the monks would go into a place which was a beautiful natural scenery. In many, many Benedictine communities, and even here in Stockbridge as well, we have uh, live on a hill and we see the mountains, you know, beyond us. We we see that 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 monasteries often were built in the places which were naturally filled with beauty because everything that we see around us but we see the snow, we see the mountains, we see the vegetation, we see the scenery. It always reminds us of who God is and the beautiful gifts that he gave us as human beings, the beautiful nature that he gave us. We honor him, we glorify him, we see all these things around us because we know that it came from his hands. He created all, everything. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people say, well, where did creation come from? You know, whether we accept, you know, the theories of evolution, uh, whether this one or that one, whichever is the form. But we know, ultimately, uh, however we look from scientific perspective, we know that God created. There's nothing out of nothing. And only out of God, things come. come. And out of God, He creates out of nothing but he's the creator who made things a reality into what it is. And, and we see these beautiful things around us and we honor him. We honor the laws of nature, how he created all these things and the laws which are operative. He made the seasons, he made the universe the way it is and you know how he created and began this whole reality. And as the, as the, uh, as the big bang theory would say, Yes, there's a moment in history where it can be even if it was so tiny, but it was so loaded with, with everything, then it expanded and expanded into what it is now, and it still keeps on expanding because God is infinite, and he created this, this universe according to his own wishes and desires to be something that we can marvel at. And the more the scientists discover what this nature is all about, the more they discover it, the greater Joy there is in my heart because I see how splendid, how incredible, how 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 complex, and yet everything functions. Even you know if we look ourselves and look at our own bodies, you know, because all the sciences tells us how we are made and what we are, how we are formed, and we have this genetic code. We have everything. This is God's gift to us, and this is why we are to be invited to honor Him. But there's one one more day of creation, and this is the sixth day, and that speaks of us, who we are, and why God has made us, and how he made us, and who we are we to be. So, so we have the, 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 the last day. Let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, yes, all these things, but then God said, let us make a human being, a man in our image, a human being in our image after our likeness, after the likeness of the Holy Trinity, because God speaks of, of Himself in, in, in relationship to also his, his Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us make human being in our image after our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the cattle, and all over all wild animals, and all creatures that crawl on the ground. So we have, first of all, because we are the, the, the crown of creation. Yes, we, we have. We are able to to, to to govern this earth, this created world. God created human being in His image. In a divine image, He created Him. In a divine image... It's not just creation in a sense of, of, of being outside of God, but even more, we as human beings, even though so many people, you know, and so many philosophers and, and, and ideologists say that we're nothing but an animal. No, we are not. We have awareness. We have the depth of awareness through the gift of the soul that God gives us. So we were created in divine image, male and female created us male and female yes two biological differentiated species and this is what god made us male and female he created them god blessed them saying be fertile and multiply fill the earth and subdue it because we have the capacity to do treat this nature according to to our our desires but also according to god's way God created this world not to be a waste but to be lived in so we have to arrange things around this world which we do not destroy because we can do so as well we can utilize it for wrong purposes and yet the lord is asking us not to make it a waste but to be lived in to be something special and you know and again we we have this invitation not only to have dominion but to organize to 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 treat it in a proper way for the blessings that they give us. All the creation gives us a blessing, a blessing we can utilize lumber, we can utilize everything around us, you know, to build ourselves homes, to build ourselves, you know, the, 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 the variety of things that we need for daily existence. But then God said the following, you know, he says to us, not only that we take care of the things that are around us, I give you everything I give you every seed-bearing plant all over the earth and every tree that has seed-bearing fruit on it to be your food. And to all the animals of the land, all the birds of the air, and all the living creatures that crawl on the ground, I give you all the green plants for food. And so it happened. So it happened. God created. It came to be. But then the Lord continued. Not only that. But he says, and and God looked at everything he made, which means especially making creatures and us, and he made it good, everything that he made, because he found it very good. Evening came and morning followed, the sixth day. And, you know, the interesting thing is, is that the last phrase here is not just that, and he saw you know, that he, whatever he multiplied, he he saw it as good, okay? But here, on the sixth day, he says, God looked at everything he made, and he found it very good, very good, because that means we he created us in his own image. Every evening came and morning followed the sixth day, does the heavens and the earth, and all their array were completed, since on the seventh day God it was finished with his work, that he had been doing, he rested on the seventh day from all the work he, was, he had undertaken. And so God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work he had done in creation. Such is the story of heavens and the earth at their creation. Again, the seventh day is the, the Sabbath day of rest that God gave us too, as part of his gift. He gave us the seventh day and and upon which we are to meditate, to reflect, to honor Him, to praise Him, to care for each other, to reflect. But I wish to say that even though I'm summarizing many things here, I'd love to have you, if you can go to the Catholic Catechism, which absolutely is wonderful, and, you know, read the paragraph four. It's called the Paragraph for the Creator, so from page 73 and, and all the way to, 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 you know, to pages uh, uh, 96. Yes, it's 23 pages, but it's absolutely wonderful how, how the Catholic Catechism explains things. You know, it starts off with, with creation, with creation God is creating. So, you know, it says, where do we come from? It answers the questions, where are we going? What is our origin? What is our end? Where does everything that exists come from, and where is it going? These two questions. The first about the origin and the second about the end are inseparable. They are decisive for the meaning and orientation of our life and our action. And then there's entry number 285, since the beginning of Christian faith has been challenged by responses questions of origins and and differ from kind and we see how the philosophers speak of the origins the varieties of ways of understanding this this creation and you know and these all these things are still with us many of the uh, how how the uh, the the you know, the, the, uh, the today's people in the world, how they look upon creation. And, you know, even latest version, which is, you know, that that creation came, uh, you know, out of nothing. Not, mean that it's not possible, it's logically not possible. You know, some are proponents because they want to follow the, the you know, the revelation, but they want to exclude God from the creation. They don't want to accept him. And so therefore, Therefore, coming up with strange theories. You know, first, that everything pre-existed, always, always here. Well, how is it possible? You know, unless it is intelligent uh, creator who has done so. And human intelligence, paragraph number, number 286 says, human intelligence is surely already capable of finding a response to the question of origins. The existence of God, the creator, can be known with certainty through his works by the light of human reason, even if this knowledge is often obscure and disfigured by error. This is why faith comes to confirm and enlighten reason in the correct understanding as of its truth. By faith, we understand that the world was created by the word of God so that what is seen was made out of things which do not appear. Again, it is not only what nature has given to us, not what scientific research has done, what we observe, but also faith. God explains to us that this world, this world was made by him for us, for our joy. But then we get also the mystery of creation and how God it transcends creation how god upholds the creation together how god carries out his plan through divine providence divine providence not only works through the through the principles and laws of nature but also how he intervenes and part of that, of that intervention, is also God's gift to us through His Son. How He entered the world, God created and God recreated this world through His Son. But then, as you know, the, the how the this, the the catechist goes through goes, the creation of angels, how angels participate, because it's not only the visible world but also the invisible world, and so the the the, the God. Creates and he shows us not only each creature possesses its own particular goodness and perfection, but also there's interdependence of creatures and the beauty of the universe. And finally, it is it is us how we are created. And so, chapter paragraph six, and he says, on the image of God, how God created us in His image. You know what type of characteristics that we have: that free will, the gift of knowledge, we're able to choose and to do things. That in that freedom God gave us, and tomorrow, as you know, that that we will be able to cover, uh, you know, the continuation of this, you know, this this teaching uh, on the on the creation itself. But He made us body and soul truly to be one. He made us in such a way that we can enjoy and delight living in paradise. But as we know, that beyond the paradise was also human choice influenced by the evil one we were tempted to say no to God, and then we introduce evil into the world. But we know that by coming to us as a son of God, becoming to us and becoming one of us, he brought forth the plan of recreation, regeneration, whereby evil, God can transform into good for us. Beautiful, beautiful gift of God's love for us, never ending, always there, always there for us so that we may know that he is the one who has formed us and who has redeemed us. And then today from the gospel, as we know just very briefly, the Lord says to us, do not suspend laws of God. Do not suspend commandments and replace them with human traditions. Do not suspend, because when we suspend God's laws and try to eliminate them, then we cause such great harm to us, you know, to ourselves. So may the Lord then today, as through his um, today's that that first reading, and the, the first account of of His creation, the priestly account, and then, as we'll continue this week with the second account, as well as the beginning and fall of human race, that we may more deeply reflect who we are, who God is how He formed us, what He wishes us to do, how He wishes us to be, because then by coming to a deeper reflection of who we are, we can honor Him. We can honor Him through the very body that He gave us, the beautiful gift that He gave us, the beautiful surrounding things that He created for us so that we may come to know Him, love Him, that we may to live in His awareness and His presence until the moment when He calls, calls us home.